Super Geek. If this is your first time joining us, let me tell you who we are. There is Super Geek is a one-shot actual play live stream and podcast that highlights the voices of marginalized folks in the tabletop role-playing space. We feature gender marginalized GMs and a rotating diverse cast. We are also a very proud member of the Misdirected Mark Network. I'm Kristen, and I'm here tonight with my lovely co-host, Miriam, and we have not one, but two amazing guests tonight, B and Neil. Tonight, we're going to be playing Scarecrow. We know that Halloween has passed, but we here at TazGeek love the spooky season, and we're going to keep it going tonight with a game about superstition and myth. So the Scarecrow is a GM-less game, but like most role-playing games, it requires a facilitator. So hi, that will be me tonight. Uh, before we jump in and I tell you all about our game, we have to meet our table. So let's go around and tell folks who you are and where they can find you. We'll end with me tonight since I'm facilitating. So Miriam, can we please start with you? Yeah, sure. Uh, hi, everyone. I am Miriam. I am one of the three wonderful co-hosts here at Their Super Geek, and uh, I uh, do a lot of stuff in the TRPG space, uh, and today I will be playing Cores, and that's me. I will now pass it on to Neil. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Neil Heldare. I use they, them, and he, him pronouns. Um, I just kind of hang out on Twitter a lot, I guess. Um, you can find me at Nine of Swords, um, spelled like it sounds. Um, and tonight I'm playing Leon, who uses he, him pronouns. Cool, that means I'm up. Hello, my name is Bizelda, they, them. I'm sometimes a podcaster, frequently a streamer, never on my own channel, only on fabulous channels like this. I do the occasional writing for tabletop games and... Uh, I think I spend a lot of my time sleeping, but if you want to catch me on Twitter where I'm not sleeping, you can do so uh, as at B underscore Zelda. I love that. Hi, I'm Kristen. She, her pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Kristen is no Jedi. I am a game designer, writer, live streamer, podcaster. I like games. I do things in games. Uh, I will talk more about a couple of my projects at the end of the show, but for now we should probably jump into Scarecrow. So let me tell you a little bit about it. So the Scarecrow is by Jim Pinto, and it's part of the Protocol series. It is a story role-playing game about isolation and superstition. Characters are children living in rural America and all dealing with a local legend about a Scarecrow who may or may not be real. Based on the Cropsy myth of Staten Island or the Slender Man from the internet, uh, the game plays upon misguided fears and preconceptions, creating an environment that is both unstable and comforting. So in the Scarecrow, we as players are going to take on the roles of characters living in rural America, facing the superstitious dread of the Scarecrow. Uh, while the, the fears may be a byproduct of their own ignorance, they must come to terms with these misconceptions nonetheless. So our characters need uh, names and roles, motivations and relationships, as well as an understanding of the world. So typically we would do that now. However, because we are a live stream with only a lot amount of time, we went ahead and did some pregame prep. So we have our characters ready to go. So before we jump into world building, which we will be doing live, let's go around and meet our characters. Uh, Miriam, can we start with you again? Can you introduce us to Kors? Sure. So Kors um, uses they, them pronouns. Their role is they are a runaway child. 
and I decided that um, they have just recently run away, so the whole weight of what has happened has not quite hit them yet. Uh, it's been at most about a week, and they are um, sad, um, uh, naively sad. I'm still figuring out what that will uh, interpret into. Uh, yeah, so that's that's me. I'm just a sad bean who's run away. Will you tell us about your relationships as well? Sure. Uh, so my relationship with Leon is that we are either friends or rivals, and rejection is involved somehow. Um, so are we rivals or are we friends? What do you What do you want to play into? I like the idea that we were friends and then some sort of rejection happened and now we're rivals um do we want to lean into the um uh do we want to lean into sort of the the crush rejection or maybe something uh different i think the crush rejection might be easiest okay so 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 who crushed on who i'm perfectly fine having a crush on you that's fine all right. Oh, my first crush. That's why I'm so naive and so sad. There's Aww, the sadness right there. That's, 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 deal. That, it was just cool. so much. Yeah. I just decided to run away. On top of everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then my second relationship is with you, Wyatt. Um, and uh, we drew community, school, and defensive. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I guess maybe uh, do we want to play more as in we were maybe neighbors or something? Or um, more of a we are classmates? Uh, Wyatt lives on a ranch. <laughs> so if you want to live next to Wyatt, that's fine. Uh, or we can be in the same school. I, I think uh, school, I always, I, I kind of pick, uh, picture my character as a town, what is it, not city slicker, but you know, like... Kind of like closer to the to the burbs where there's more people rather than farm animals. You're sure. a city kid. Yeah. I'm a city yeah. kid. Uh, so definitely classmates, I think. And um, what, I guess, defensive. Hmm. Yeah, defensive is an interesting one. Yeah. Um, is it because you have a hard time and you fear rejection? So oh, you yeah. go on the defensive without even giving people the chance? Oh, I feel so called out <laughs> in a good way. Um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I could be defensive because I just got rejected by my crush and just I'm just so sad. And it's like maybe uh, hmm, uh, I'm defensive uh, about, yeah, rejection. I guess we can figure that out as we play then. Mm-hmm. It can be fleshed yeah. out as yeah. there's more details to build upon. Yeah, so then uh, that's me. I will... Do I popcorn it to someone else or do you have someone you want to pick on? <laughs> <laughs> you bet. No, no, we can... Yeah, we can go in the same order we went in. Neil, do you mind going next and telling us about Leon? Sure, I can absolutely do that. Um, so Leon uh, uses he, him pronouns and I picked the only uh, often neglected child was how it was specifically described. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I went for that specifically because I personally don't do well 
being alone in a house uh, I discovered about myself. And so having a character who spends a lot of time alone in a house uh, very much appeals to me. That's a, that's a very creepy thing for me. So felt appropriate for this particular game. Um, he uh, is impulsively looking for a fresh start. Um, so I think, I think he's trying to reinvent himself to, to be more popular. He very much doesn't want to have to be alone in his house all the time anymore. Um, and this, this was just something that he decided very recently. Um, and I think part of the rejection of cores was not that you know, he doesn't like them, doesn't like spending time with them. It's it's that it's part of his reinvention. Cores didn't quite fit into that, mm. um, which is, you know, tragic, but far <laughs> for the course when children are involved. <laughs> yeah. um, and Leon's other relationship is with Olive, uh, and it is about being best friends and having a lot of trust. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking just maybe childhood friends. We've We've yeah. known each other for a long time. I dig it. Okay, cool. We really had an easy one to work with. Yeah, it's like, a very positive one. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of lovely amidst all of this like dark cloud. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's Leon. Uh, I think that's myself then. Yeah. So yeah. Olive, uh, Olive, they, them, they're the adopted child. Um, so I myself like B, I've gone through foster care and I was adopted. Um and I also met a lot of like other people who were adopted just through association. And there's this one story that kind of I'm going to pull from. Um, there was this young boy who was adopted into an incredibly large family, um, something like 15, 16 kids. Uh, and while the family was amazing, it was just hard to spend as much time with individual kids when you are two parents on like a farm. Uh, so Olive, uh, was adopted into a, probably a really large family. If we've got like farmland versus city here, I'll be uh, a farmland kid. Um, and you know, we all work on, we all help out with like the chicken and the goats, but being probably on the younger side, it's kind of like by the 17th kid, these parents were just like, do whatever you want, just come home. Uh, so Olive has a lot of love to give and they are incredibly stubborn. And I think that stubbornness like does just come probably by being bullied by 16 other siblings. Uh, you have to develop a certain measure of thick skin. Uh, now, so my best friend relationship with Neil, um, I do look forward to exploring that a little bit because we are very different like personality types, but I think your impulsiveness and my uh, stubbornness are probably what make for really good friends, especially as kids. It's those like passionate ones that really just work. Uh, mm -hmm. And then I have a relationship with an imaginary friend. Um, and the way I've been kind of contemplating this is that, uh, again, despite being surrounded by family and people, there's a, a certain level of like loneliness that comes with it when you don't get to be the spotlight, you know, it can do, it can damage a kid. Mm -hmm. So Olive, yeah. Uh, Olive has made up a, well, they don't think it's made up, but they have an imaginary friend um, that presents as a ghost, which is why nobody can see. Uh, I'm still thinking on the name, uh, but it is the ghost of like our farm. And I want this farm to be like something that's existed for a long time. And like, 
has a history of ghosts. I love that. Okay. That leaves me. So I will be playing Wyatt. She, her, uh, she is the child of a rancher. I'm also pulling a little bit from a reality. I did not grow up full time on a ranch. However, my grandparents, uh, did live on a working ranch and I spent summers there often. Um, so I really like that. I get to play child of a rancher. I absolutely have firsthand experience with how dark and silent a ranch can be at night and how creepy barns really are. Um, so my motivation is selfish and survival. I think that Wyatt is probably the oldest, maybe of about four kids. I'm thinking she's the one that gets up early to, um, feed the horses, feed the pigs, feed the chickens, probably has responsibilities on the ranch after school as well. Uh, and so I think she is very selfish with the things that she does get, whether that is like a favorite dessert or time with a friend. I think that she is selfish, um, with those things and survival. I'm just for right now, we'll play it out. I'm just going to say that, uh, she's a kid and they're all trying to survive to some degree, right? My first relationship we discussed is with cores. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how, uh, how Core's defensiveness affects Wyatt. I think Wyatt might be a little hurt, but we'll see. See. And then uh, my second interesting, also community in school, but trust is with B's character. So um, it sounds like kind of an easy one, Olive. Are we just yeah. going with schoolmates and that for some reason we, we have, we trust each other? I think so. I hope yeah. that there's like maybe a way we can tie in the survival to that. I think that'll be cool. Do you think your character yeah. would ever go ghost hunting? Absolutely. Nice. Plus yeah. we live on farms. So like there's like that farm kid relation yes. where we both have like the calloused hands. It's like, we got, look at our tiny muscles. We do work. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like maybe even though you're best friends with, um, Neil's character, I'm going to start calling your characters by name with Leon. Uh, I think that Wyatt probably trusts Olive with some of her secrets. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Wonderful. Okay. So those are our characters and we can now move into world building, which we did not do previously. We're going to go ahead and do that live. We'll kind of flush out this town slash city that we live in, in rural America. Um, so players, if you're all in the spreadsheet or it's also in the scarecrow document as well, there are 10 questions. And I think that we can take turns picking a question, answer it. We can kind of discuss it as a group. And then after we get through four, we can see if we feel we need to add a little bit more, or if we're good to go ahead and start the game. Does that sound good to everyone? Yeah. Perfect. We don't have to keep going in order. Miriam, I feel like I keep putting you on the spot. Um, okay, but that's have... what being a co-host is all about. Right, I know. We always go to the co-host as the <laughs> putting them on the spot first. All right, do you want to pick a question first? Are you okay with that? Uh, sure. Um, and it's, it, it's um, from my understanding of the rules, it's basically um, I ask the question to another and another player answers it. Yes. Thank you for calling that out. I did. I've only played this game once and we didn't do it that way that times, but yes, you are correct. So you can pick a question and you can ask another uh, person to answer it. Uh, okay. Uh, I think this is uh, something I would like Olive uh, to answer. 
So name and describe one adult who will listen to your stories about the scarecrow. Um, there is a convenience store that also sells um, like Ouija boards and crystals and salt. Um, is it called the Crossroads? Is... <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, inside is uh, the only worker we've ever really seen who works the shop, uh, Jesus, and uh, just always willing to listen to our stories. You know, we come in to buy like gum or whatever, sometimes maybe like some rock salt to create barriers from demons and ghosts. But uh, Jesus has just been really the only person who's ever taken us seriously when it comes to those kind of stories. Wonderful. Nice. Do I get to ask a question now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, ooh. Um, Wyatt, what other name does the Scarecrow use? Slenderman? Cropsy? The Rake? <laughs> Something else? What does the name mean? Oh. Be picking the question that puts me on the spot to come up with a name. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, whoops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's okay. I love this is a good question, I think. Um let's see. The rake? We can go. Mm. Are there any other like scary farm related uh tools? Like oh, like a pitchfork or I was thinking hoe, but I moved past it. <laughs> like a, a, we were all thinking it's a we thinking. were all thinking, we were all there. <laughs> uh like a pitchfork? Yeah, the pitchfork. We can go with pitchfork. Pitchfork. I like that. And, and what does it mean? Uh, I'm just going to go with the first thing that comes to mind, which is, I think that in all of the rumors that we have heard about the scarecrow, uh, they clearly have a very large, very sharp pitchfork that they carry with them at all times. Nice. So, okay. So I can ask a question. Um, Neil, you I'm going to go with number six. You all know not to say the scarecrow's name three times in a row. What will happen if you do? Um, so what else is going to happen? You know, we all know that this is going to happen. Um, the scarecrow follows you. Um, it, it sort of shows up, uh, in your periphery. Um, as you're going about your day, it pops up in, gardens and behind hedges um and slowly it, it it basically starts hunting you and once it starts it doesn't stop until it you know gets its pitchfork into you and sometimes it takes months sometimes it takes days um and you you just don't know how long it's going to take or why it takes why it why it does things at, at different times you know why some kids go fast and some go so much slower uh, I get to ask a question now. Mm-hmm. Well, hold on really quickly. I want to imagine the absolute fear these kids kind of manifest, especially when they're at home and their parents are like, can you go grab me that pitchfork over there? <laughs> and the kids are all freaking like, no, you can't, you can't say that. Don't, don't say it again. And that's just a weird ass norm with uh, our town. Yes. I love that, yeah. And uh, it's only the kids who freak out, right? The parents don't care parents don't care i'd like to think think there's i'd like to think there's an npc that is either that's an elderly person though that for sure will just point and never say pitchfork like they know (laughs) i'm here for that 
the rest of the adults, they don't believe it. Mm-hmm. No. Um, let me see. Which question? Miriam, mm-hmm. who has dared to steal the hat from the scarecrow? What happens if you, who has dared you to steal the scarecrow's hat? And what happens if you do? Uh, maybe, I think. Uh, Wyatt perhaps had dared me. That's why I'm so defensive. <laughs> Sounds right. Like, I'm not, a, I'm not a scaredy cat. You're a scaredy cat. You don't call me a scaredy cat. You're the scaredy cat. Um, and, <laughs> uh, I think if you steal the hat from the scarecrow, then you don't even have to use the P-I-T-C-H-F-O-R-K word. That's the just straight word. Up. Yeah, you, that's just straight up, um, um, they're gonna just, just hunt you down. And, um, the good news, though, is that if you can return the hat, they might not, uh, you know, skewer you. Yes. Oh, I love that. So if you can return it, then yeah. you might be safe. But it has to be that hat. If it gets destroyed, then you're a goner until a new hat is placed, and then that's the new hat. Oh, my word. I'm so here for it. And, and some we... people say the hat's made out of the skin of the last person. Because it's always wow. a leather hat. Wow. I'm here for this even darker turn. Yes. Do we think Return it's... the hat or be the hat. Return the hat or be the hat. <laughs> Do we think that some of the kids, like, try to steal it and see if they can keep it all night and then return it in the morning? Like, it's this game of who oh, can keep yeah. the hat the longest, like, five minutes or an hour absolutely yeah the record what do we think the record is 13 hours i was gonna say i can't exceed a day yeah it has to be man like doable doable i also think i also think if you see the scarecrow after you take the hat like if if you see it out of the corner of your eye it is already hunting you and you can't give it back (gasps) yeah too late i love that there are all these rules yeah oh right (laughs) So yeah, you you basically have to play hide and seek with the scarecrow's hat if you if you want to hold on to it. I love it. Can I just answer a question because it goes so well with this? Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so name it describe a child who recently went missing. The holder of the 12 hour hat holding. And the worst part is the hat got destroyed. Now, um, I'm trying to think of hat names. Bowler um, has never been seen since then. Uh, Bowler was a really brave kid, sometimes a bit of a bully, but genuinely the bravest kid. And they played that game of hide and seek for so long. Nobody ever saw. There was no body. Nobody really knows. There's rumors that Bowler and the Scarecrow are still playing hide and seek to this day. And the hat wasn't returned either? Mm Mm-mm. Someone just made a new hat, but it's not the same. And it's made out different. of it's made out of tan leather. <laughs> always tan leather for some reason. Always, always that tan leather. Are there any more questions we want to answer? Or these questions don't have to limit us as they clearly haven't. I think this is a pretty good start. Um, any other details we want to add? I actually want to answer the Select one player who has not slept for over a week. Describe one side effect of their insomnia. 
and I would like to uh, I would like to nominate the runaway child. <laughs> <laughs> makes a lot of sense. It does make sense. And I think the one side effect of the insomnia is that um, they might be able to see ethereal creatures, maybe ghosts. Oh, damn. Yep. I mean, whether it's their hallucinations or whether they're actually seeing legit uh, specters, that's uh, that's uh, up to the narrative. Yep. <laughs> Walls between worlds are just getting thin for them. Mm-hmm. I love it. I would love to know whose field the scarecrow is originally from. Um, whether it's just, you know, like old man Jenkins mm-hmm. on the very like outskirts of town or if it's someone we actually know. Can I claim that? Yeah. I also want to add, and I don't know. I mean, we're, this is already a morbid story. Um, <laughs> so like, uh, yeah, I got 17 siblings, but I used to have 25. Um <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's okay i did not choke <laughs> oh that's great it was oh. a lot of 25 children that just <laughs> did them I in mean, it's a lot adopted most of them are adopted for reference um, to those listening i was trying to take a sip of water when <laughs> i did an almost spit take it was good <laughs> Uh, so these 25 kids, uh, yeah, a lot of just like died due to farm accidents. Um, but Olive knows what's up. Yeah. <laughs> Quotation marks accidents. Uh, so it's on the, um, the Olive Pitts farm. I come from the Pitt family. Mm-hmm. I made a well choice done. and I stuck with it. You did. <laughs> I'm very proud. Thank you. Uh, so the scarecrow lives, like originally came from your family's farm. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. And I was probably adopted by them three years ago. Uh, so okay. I live with this family a decent amount of time. And I've just kind of heard stories of the other siblings who passed due to farm accidents. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm fitting in pretty well. Olive's doing all right. But uh, that's scarecrow. Can, can I swear on this? show yes that scarecrow is fucking scary yeah absolutely my window faces it on the field olive can't sleep at night does olive sleep better than cores go ahead (laughs) just barely (laughs) does olive ever wake up bed Uh, that's true it's it's a nice really comfy bed too i think it belonged to one of my other siblings though oh (laughs) is your imaginary friend friend one of your siblings uh i mean they're a kid they don't really talk about what family uh they're from but uh yeah it it feels it's something they avoid a lot they're not quite comfortable with that conversation i wonder why have we named Uh, the imaginary friend uh no i completely forgot about naming them do we have any um olive related names oil i can't green (laughs) is it green (laughs) Evo, (laughs) it's Evo. There it is. Evo, Uh, not sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) Well, is it like spelled E V O O? What's the the opposite of whatever the brand is? Oh, there's a brand called that. I just thought that's there. No, that's just how they refer to olive oil. It's just extra virgin olive oil. The initials. Oh, you were going for extra virgin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) 
I I also thought Evo was a brand of olive. It is. It oh, is. Okay. I didn't realize. We are, we are not sponsored people. by then. We We're are not. not. Not yet. Evo, if you're watching <laughs> or listening. We'll, we'll oh, take goodness. the money. We'll take the money. We'll <laughs> take the money. Oh, we got mm-hmm. here. I love olive oil. Why I'm not? so glad we've arrived. <laughs> we could also go with Popeye. Because <laughs> all of the, yep, the girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Evo's oh, cute. Goodness. Uh, does your imaginary friend have, uh, sorry, does Evo have um, pronouns? Yeah, I think it's going to be she, her. Okay. I love the traditional like child and like those creepy long nightgowns with like the uh, lace ends and like the puffy and they're sleeves. white. Always, always. Just, I don't know why that's so creepy to me. I think it's just been used in so many representations of like spooky kids that I cannot disassociate the two. Victorian era sort of thing. My child has one of those. <laughs> it's horrifying watch out crimes will be committed especially late at night mm-hmm. and that childlike <laughs> voice and... it's, it's terrifying oh my god i have i have stories for after the stream um, <laughs> okay uh evo that was that was a good addition Miriam. Anything else? This sounds like a really good start to our incredibly creepy story. Yeah. 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 Okay. So real quick overview of how this works. So in protocol, players take turns directing scenes involving some or all of the characters. Directing a scene involves establishing establishing parameters of gameplay, such as who, where, and when, some of which is going to be provided for us. So each turn, the active player is the director. They will draw two cards. Uh, which determine the scene type, whether it's a vignette, an interrogation, an interlude, or an ensemble, uh, as well as the location. So the scene's type is the suit and the atmosphere is the value that's determined by the first card. And then the location is determined by the second card pulled. Uh, We talked about this before we went live, but some players may find the location cards to be restrictive. Uh, So the rules say we can feel free to ignore them. We've all agreed to do that. We're going to kind of go where the story takes us. We'll use the cards to the best of our ability. If it doesn't make sense, we're going to toss them out and come up with something that does fit our story. So the way this starts is always with a vignette, um, which is the person narrating, the person will be narrating the scene. And instead of pulling cards, the vignette is um, already set and it is rumors and in the cornfields. So those are your location and, and value. Um, who starts the vignette is up to all of us. So we could just decide, and then we can kind of establish a turn order, but we can always break turn order. If someone has an idea or someone needs a few minutes, we'll just kind of be flexible, but basically someone will start us off with the rumors and cornfields vignette and then then we will start pulling cards are we doing nodded is anyone feeling (laughs) oh okay yeah (laughs) please please do be you invited me for a reason come on (laughs) um so kind of like course correct me along the way as i as i start talking because i didn't actually read the blurb i'm just going based off of what you've said Mm -hmm. um and i've played fiasco once um you're good then (laughs) thank you 
overhead, the sun blazes down and all around us kids, the kind of crackling feeling of the cornfield brushes up against us as we're huddled in one of the lanes in the cornfield, kind of hunkered down in the dry dirt. And we're discussing some of the rumors that have been floating around in hushed voices. Even though it's in the middle of the day, there is nobody else around. We still feel the need to keep things just a little quiet. And we're talking about Boulder, who went missing. It's rare for these kids not to be found. And the hat, the hat that was replaced. This is the first time that this hat has fur on it. What could that mean? Uh, and that's the scene. I love that. Love it. Fur on the hat? <laughs> now, does it look like human hair? Or does it look like animal fur? Uh, nobody's gotten close enough to check it out yet. I'll say. Just know that it's fuzzy. Uh-huh. Yeah. I bet it was seen recently. And so no one's gotten the guts to uh, to approach it. <laughs> no way. I feel like way. Olive was like the first of this group, at least, who saw it. I can kind of see the outline from my window, but I'm often too afraid to really get a close look. What if we make eye contact? That would be terrifying. I can't believe you actually sleep with that thing outside your window. Oh, you find a way. Just pile pillows on your head and then put a blanket over the pile of pillows and close your eyes really, really tight. That could work. That's a good <laughs> tactic. Cores, you should uh, take note. Oh, you don't have blankets or pillows. Wow, am I ever sorry. Cores <laughs> just looks down, sort of like oh. face falling and reminding of don't have a bed or anything. Really? I mean, I do have the corn silk. Where do you think Chorus has been going at night? I think maybe sort of like couch surfing. It's like during the day hanging out at Crossroads. Sure. Jesus seems to sort of be like, okay, if at least if you're here, at least I know you're not up to trouble sort of a thing. Um, but during the night, I think sleeps on one of the farms, like somewhere like not where anybody could see them in the cold in the rain their clothes are always some sh some uh, sh uh shade of damp <laughs> poor cores every now and then i can invite you to like one of the barns that we have but like it's only after it's been cleaned out so maybe once a month yep and it's also the farm with the scarecrow on it and like who yeah. wants to sleep there <laughs> I mean, that's an option. Come on. <laughs> if it's really, really rainy, then that's better than nothing. Yeah, it would be. Just little drops of water instead of being completely outside and soaked. So I'm just, just mildly damp versus squelching. Oh, <laughs> poor cores. <laughs> okay, thank you, B, for that fantastic and very creepy opening the fur i'm just going to be thinking about that for oh, yeah. a while <laughs> i've got some good nightmare fuel for tonight yeah exactly um so now we can kind of pick a turn order and draw cards to determine the the scene types and locations so uh are either one of you neil or Miriam, feeling like you want to go if not i can i could, I could go okay. okay i'm feeling adventurous okay let's see what we got um we got the eight of 
Diamonds, which is um, a interrogation mm-hmm. uh, on life's lessons. And the location is the Four of Diamonds. So that is gonna be uh, an overcast, foggy road. Oh. Um, okay. So, so, oh, go ahead. No, I, what, what were you gonna say? I was just going to say, I'm, I'm sure, you know, but just for our audience, the way interrogation scenes work is that the active player who is the director uh, will be able to choose a player and ask them five questions. Um, You can also Neil, as you're doing that, you can also steal a drama point right now. We all have four drama points. That's what we're starting with. Thank you. Um, Apologies for not saying that earlier. Everyone has four drama points. So Neil, if you would like to steal a drama point from a player, you can ask them five questions or um, you can select a player and they will take on the role of an NPC. And then you get to ask the NPC five questions and and then no drama points are exchanged. Um, I think for now, I will be nice and not steal a drama point. (laughs) Um, So it is, uh, I think we see the bright sunny sky of the last scene um, and then we see clouds rolling in um, over the sun and and it's not raining but it's it's one of those sort of persistent light drizzles that it's more misty than anything else and that somehow is worse than if it was actually pouring down rain um, and the the camera pans down and we see uh, uh, the road just past the crossroads convenience stores. Um, and I think um, life's lessons. Um, hey, Zeus is an NPC, if that's, if I'm yeah. going to be like, hey, Zeus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely going to use hey, Zeus. I'm just trying to figure out a, a life lesson that I want to do. That's not too heavy yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just started. It's Fair. the second I mean, they it seems That's like fair. they are a bit of a magic practitioner or witch practitioner, so maybe something. Yeah. Ooh. So I think I think they're talking to. I think Kors is going to be in this scene, um, but I think um, let's make B be Jesus. <laughs> this is okay, um, and it's life lessons. Yeah. So um, okay. Five questions that I'm asking Kors. Or it could be five less, uh, five questions Kors is asking you. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I misunderstood. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I guess we hear the little uh, ding ding of the door to the crossroads convenience um, as you walk in. And there are just kind of rows and rows of convenience store related items. The first kind of row pans down to the counter where you see this tall, gangly, uh, medium tone skinned guy with like this really scraggly goatee um with his feet up on the counter reading a magazine about uh how to interpret the lines in your hand uh palm magic i feel like jose is like definitely one of those people who you know in very early 20s so you know from most people's perspective it's extremely young but for kids like this is an adult uh, <laughs> a listening adult <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And and the the scraggly poor sorry excuse of course school cores comes in oh, uh, in in between squelchy and uh, squidgy, um, and uh, comes in and it's like, hey, um, Mister, um, can I can I just stay here and get dry for for a little bit? Oh, hey, kid. Long time no see. Wow, you are like a cat that has been left out for too long. Uh, Let me go find some. I don't think I have any towels, but I have like a bunch of rolls of paper towel. I could just wrap it around you like a mummy and that should that should dry you up, right? Um, no, that's that's okay. I, 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 I can't afford it. Oh, no, 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 no. Come on, Kors. Yeah. You're my little friend. You're my little bot. I would never charge you for paper towel. Do you, do you want some candy? I've been eating gummy bears all day. Here, come on, come on behind the counter. I'm I'm reading about how to read the top palm in your hand and how it can not only signify the light. Uh, you don't care about that. Let me go get some paper towel. And he kind of shuffles back. Um, I imagine him in like cargo shorts. Um, I just feel like it's oh yeah where there's lots of things you can like stuff in pockets here and there he never knows what's in which pocket so he always has to do the like (laughs) the pat down yeah (laughs) oh it's so good and i think as cores dries up with what very it's also not the greatest it's not those really like super absorbent one it's like Uh almost like uh cardboard it's, it's it's like cardboard slash uh um like the like really the, cheap uh the toilet yeah towels, toilet yeah. paper yeah. um and it's just uh melting in some place and just like <laughs> sticking like a burr in others um and says um so that that book uh where you can read hands or anything does does it does it tell can you tell if someone likes you or not um kind of yeah there's like a whole section about love but it's more like are you gonna find love is it gonna be like the lasting love do you have a a a future marrying somebody are you just gonna be like a rock and single person for the rest of your life you know it doesn't really tell you if somebody likes you oh oh but i i um i have a charm for that what what's uh, what's going on in your life kid well it just seems like nobody likes me and people who like me push me away so you said it tells whether i find someone can you see if there's someone for me and i kind of just stick both my arms out hands out (laughs) oh my god i'm dying um yeah yeah i just i just need one hand hold on to the paper towel with the other hand i'm just awkwardly just holding So specifically, do you just want to know if there's somebody who cares about you? Yeah. And if if we will be together and if it starts with an L. Okay, okay. Um there's a lot there, but uh yeah, let me let me look at your hand. Okay, okay. Um and like before he does like this, like he rubs his own palms together, brushes off his shoulders, picks up a couple of crystals, jangles them like dice, rolls them on mm-hmm. the counter, looks at them kind of like nods convincingly. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. And then it goes back to like your little hand. So this line up here, the tall one, like the, the top one by your fingertips, that one means there are a lot of people that care about you. 
And there are even a handful of people that love you. And that's that's an incredible thing. But that's that's a generalization. And the longer the line, the more people there are that actually respect and appreciate you. And you see that line there by your thumb, the one that kind of makes like a, a, a quarter circle. That one means there is somebody special for you. Um, unfortunately, I can't read letters in hands. Um, that's a very obvious limitation. I mean, come on. But uh, I think you have a future ahead of you, a future with uh, somebody and uh, that you like and maybe a family that would, you know, you would go back to and stop eating candy and maybe get a good night's sleep. But, you know, love. Yeah, that, that too. Okay, and and what if um like do you see any any like bad things happening? Like, you know, if someone takes a hat or something like that? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You know I don't make predictions to do with the scarecrow. I I, I swore that off years ago. I'm not getting involved in any pitchfork business. And the minute you say that, it just got alarmed. It's like, how many times so, have you said the word? That was my first time today, I swear. Well, I also sold one today. But did you say the word out loud? Then I did, yes. Yeah, but I... <gasps> if you say it one more time, you're going to be hunted. <laughs> of course, of course, of course, of course. No, 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 crying. it's okay. Do you want some ice cream? Oh, no, 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 no. Um... Do you want some uh, 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 beef jerky? And they're just like passing you like nonsense snacks um, to try and alleviate your tears. <laughs> and I feel like of- that's probably a good point to end the yeah. scene. Definitely like one of the snacks is there's like a Catholic prayer candle that he's like, that's not a, but he like puts it in front of Kors anyway, like you're looking for something else. Yes. <laughs> like the praying Mary. I, I, I <laughs> pocket the candle for later. <laughs> Write that down in your notes. Yeah. <laughs> you now have a, a Catholic prayer candle. <laughs> but I feel like it's one of those like more um kitschy slash, you know, like um where it's a uh, space mom and it's got like a picture of uh oh my god, this is the worst. Um who plays Princess Leia? Carrie, Carrie Fisher? Fisher. Carrie Fisher. And it's got a picture of Carrie Fisher instead. Oh my gosh. And it's yes. like, you know, it's like one of those after after she passed away, there's this whole space mom is looking out for you sort of a candle. <laughs> I appreciate how you have improved this candle for me. Right? Now it's kind of wonderful. Worse somehow. <laughs> does By this worse, exist? I mean better. <laughs> yes. Where does this exist? And how do I order 10 of them? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that was Neil's turn. Uh, Miriam, would you like to go or should I? Uh, I can go next. Okay. All right, so I will draw. Here's card one, here's card two. All right, so the scene is a vignette about feeding, and the location is home at sunset. Okay. And what I f- a vague way to put it, feeding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I feel like, um, considering all the farms here are kind of spooky, spooky, uh, I would... Uh, oh, wait, it's a vignette, which means I have to describe it. 
Uh, okay. <laughs> I was just gonna be like, ha, I'll pass it off! And it's like, no, I gotta... Uh, okay. So, it is sunset, and, uh, the, uh, the light is slowly turning from, like, the warm golden hues of orange and yellow to more pinky, purple, almost twilight. Uh, today is a uh, overcast day, so there's no stars in the sky, and there's no moon that can be visibly seen. And uh, as the family, uh, and I think I would like it, if with your permission, to be Wyatt's family. Of course. Uh, sits down at the table, and uh, there is a... Uh, as, uh, as you're all sitting and having your supper, which, uh, I think given the time, we're gonna say it is more like harvest, so there's lots of squash, there is a wonderful bird to go along with it, um, and there is a whisper of, uh, um, Sorry, I'm trying to read up what vignettes are so that I actually... Because <laughs> I'm very, very... Um, okay, yeah. So, yeah. So, there's discussion of the fact that... Uh, um, do you have any siblings, White? Yeah, I think I have three younger siblings. I'm the oldest. Uh, yeah, you... Uh, I think uh, there's you hear from your younger siblings that oh there's a new hat there's a new hat on the on, on the you know what and this time it has fur and uh, maybe it's Bowler's hair maybe it's their armpit hair and there's all this giggle and and it kind of descends um uh. And there is a talk amongst the older family of uh, the sheriff, uh, the sheriff actually getting help from another county to search a wooded area for a missing person, okay. a young, uh, a young teenager who has been missing for two weeks now. Oh, yeah. And sorry, how do we hear about that? Uh being the oldest child, uh, you are in between the parents and the children. And they're discussing it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Two weeks. Oof. Okay. Lovely. Okay. So that means it's my turn. So I pulled a nine of diamonds. Okay. Okay. So another interrogation. Um, the value is pledging allegiance. And the location is the farms or fields with the lights off. Just okay. <laughs> I'm not sure about pledging allegiance. Um, but because it's farms and fields, I was thinking about having it be the two, the two farm kids, Olive, mm -hmm. if you're up for that. Yeah. Um, would you rather Olive ask Wyatt the questions or Wyatt ask all of the questions. I think I asked questions last time. So let's have you ask uh, all of the questions. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, so then, okay. So then let's say that it says with the lights off. So let's say that um, Olive and Wyatt 
um, after dinner. So the sun has already set. It's pretty dark outside. Uh, and I think that they had been kind of finishing some of the like last minute chores, like making sure that, you know, all the pigs are put away and that the horse stalls are closed and that sort Mm -hmm. of thing. Uh, and I think that Wyatt finished first and knowing that Olive, um, has only been doing this for three years, kind of came over to Olive's farm to, to see if she could help. Um, yeah. So I think we're outside. I like that. Um, yeah. I'd be like mucking stalls before. Oh, no, it's dark. So no, we can't actually be doing anything. Um, one of our cats had kittens. Mm. Um, so we're just going to kind of like, oh, um, Wyatt, um, our cat Peanut had some kittens recently. We didn't realize that she was uh, pregnant. Honestly, I just thought she caught a lot of mice, but Turns out she had a bunch of babies. Do you want to come see them? Um, it's in our barn and the barn kind of has no lights, but it's fine. Yeah, we can use a we can use a flashlight. How many kittens did she have? Uh, the last I counted, there was five, but I had to go to school when she was giving birth, so I didn't get to see everything. <gasps> yeah, let's go see. Let's go check on them. Awesome. Uh, and then they leave you kind of like through the area into like maybe one of the barns that are closest to... Um, the the scarecrow mm-hmm. um so it's creepier it doesn't get used for much it's usually just storage perfect um okay and here uh we can leave the door open though because maybe some of that moonlight even though there isn't really can provide a little bit of light we just kind of have to can you hear those meows or just have to follow the meows oh i i do i do hear them <laughs> so i think we see the the mom right like maybe behind a bale of hay like if we kind of go around the mom has this little bed nest type area with with five kittens um have you have you named them yet not yet i i think i'm gonna give them my own secret names but uh mom and dad said the eldest get to name the animals and i think that's butts that is butts you should be able to name them Mm -hmm. i was gonna name one of the cats butts too that one right there the black and white one that's the best they're clearly a butts that's the best name i've ever heard right um, um, Olive, uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes I hear you talking to, to your, to yourself. Um, do you, how come you talk to yourself? I don't think it's weird. Oh, it, it's no, no, of course it's not weird. <laughs> why, why would having a conversation with somebody else be weird? I, I, I know it kind of looks like I'm talking to myself, but course can confirm I'm talking to the ghost of the spirit of a kid that once lived in this very farm. They say their name is, well, she says it's Evo. And I think that's a really cool name, but also it's like the name of a superhero. So I don't know if it's really real. What? Evo? No, I mean, okay, fine. Evo says it's her real name. Evo's here right now? Oh yeah, she had to come look at the kittens too. Can't turn down kittens. Listen to them squeaking. Um, Does Evo think Butts is a good name for a kitten? Oh, it was Evo's idea, but I get to take credit for it. What? How- oh, yeah, you're welcome. I mean, somebody had to find out. How did you? How did you meet Evo? I've I've never I've never met a ghost before. Oh, uh, well, uh, about five days after I moved into this barn family, well, the Pitts Farm, uh, <laughs> I was sleeping 
which is to say I had discovered the technique of piling a bunch of stuff on top of my head to, mm-hmm. you know, be able to sleep. And I heard creaking. I thought it was one of my siblings. I mm-hmm. technically share a room with somebody else, one of the other kids, um, but they're not really home a lot. So I uncover all the pillows. I throw them to the ground and I hear, a, oof, why would you hit me with those pillows? And I looked around at first. I didn't see anybody. And then there was Evo. Her hair was pushed all in front of her face to try and be creepy. She had one arm up, kind of like a zombie does, and her white gown was billowing in an imaginary wind. I didn't really know what was going on, though, so I didn't react quite properly, and I guess that upset her. So we had a conversation about it, and then we became friends. Does she look like that right now with her hair in front of her face and her gown blowing in the wind? Oh, yeah, all the time. Um... That doesn't scare you? No, I just don't think she ever learned how to brush her hair. Maybe she didn't have a mom. Oh, you did have a mom? Oh, she just wasn't around a lot. Okay, uh, well, she had a mom and dad. They just weren't around a lot to do her hair. So I just think she has a very specific fashion choice, you know? I mean, we've all seen uh, what Kors wears. So, like, we all know fashion's a choice. Yeah, that's true. And I wasn't making fun of her hair. I just thought maybe it sounded... Like, maybe it looked scary. She's, she's doing the zombie thing now where her arms are up and she's trying to, like, cast she touching ghostly me? spells. She's trying, but, like, oh, it goes through I'm your gonna... arm. arm is a little colder If you now. put your hands up, maybe you two can high-five. Okay, like this. Okay, ready? Three, okay. two. Oh, she high-fived early. Dang it. Oh. Come on, Evo. <laughs> I didn't feel it. Oh. Maybe if, maybe if I stick around for a while, then... Then she'll show me, but maybe, maybe not with the zombie thing. I think that would scare me. Um, Does she know anything about the scarecrow? Have you talked to her about, you know, who we don't talk about that. Oh, how come? Um, you know, why again? Oh, and she's screaming. Okay. Um, mostly that's the reason it's hard to have a conversation. It's, oh, it hurts the ears. She just screams every time you try to talk about you know who? Yeah. I think something bad really happened, but she's not willing to talk about it. And I don't know how to ease a spirit. Snacks, I tried. Listening to cool stories. Yeah. Having a pillow fight. Um, stealing candy from our siblings. We've tried it all. Doesn't work. Nope. What if you took her to see someone who knows about ghosts? Like Jesus. Like, oh. Because maybe, well, maybe his crystals you know the ones that he rolls on the counter yeah they make the coolest sound they really do and they're very pretty so pretty when the light hits them just right and they Mm -hmm. sparkle oh so cool i almost took a purple one once but then i got scared ah that's real they hold a lot of power i don't want to hold that kind of power that's scary that's true but maybe we could maybe we could borrow their crystals and they would help us talk to evo i really like that idea what do you think Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no more zombie arms. She's into the idea. The she... screaming has stopped too. Does that mean she likes me? I think so. Well, maybe tomorrow we can go talk to Jesus and get the and borrow the crystals. I think it's a plan. And then the kittens continue to mule. Yeah. <laughs> Good place to call the scene. I like Evo already. Oh, yes. Hey. It's a also, go ahead. It, it occurred to me. Um, while you were doing the scene, Pitchfork lives on Pitt's farm. 
we are making a story. Oh my god. <laughs> Man, if you were in the pits, of course you'd be <laughs> Oh, goodness. Oh, good, old, good old pitchfork. I'm here for it. Oh, um, no. So- How many times have you said it so far? Ah! Only once. Only once. I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> I think. I've said it twice. Oh, no. I've said it twice. You don't but say is it, it per person or is it like a group yeah. amount? It's got to be per person. It's got to be per person. It's got to be per person. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not a candle jack situation. No, it's, <laughs> it's definitely per person. Um, it'll be B's turn next, but should we take a quick five minute break before we start the scene order over? I would like that. That's okay. Great. All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to There a Super Geek, uh, where we are in the middle of a scarecrow, which has gotten kind of creepy kind of fast. Uh, I'm here for it. So far, we have met Olive's imaginary friend, Evo. We have uh, Jesus, our crossroads store clerk, who maybe can, we'll find out. Um, And we know that we have a child that has been missing in town for about two weeks. So picking up where we left off, B, it is now your turn to direct games. Pull two cards and tell us what you got. Yes. Oh, I'm directing a scene. I thought I was doing a vignette. No, you're directing a scene. Um, So the first card that you pulled, the suit of that type scene. So what was the suit you pulled? Oh, a vignette. Oh, you did. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you thought, because you are directing a vignette. Okay. And then um, I'm just pulling from the number, right? Yeah. So the first card, the suit gives you the scene value. And then the second card, the suit gives you the location and the, the number gives you the value. I got to pay attention to all of it. Okay. You figure out how to say your name in the... Yeah. (laughs) Well done. That was good. good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. All right. Um, A vignette. A witness. School under a watchful eye. Night has fallen and daytime has risen. The farm kids have done their morning tasks and they're being hurried to the buses to make it to school. The city kids get to sleep in maybe 30 minutes more before they have to get up and walk to school. When everybody arrives, the well-known teacher, um, look around for inspiration, Mr. Rocks, um, slams his hand down on the table aggressively and then with his other hand he rubs greasy black hair and sighs and looks up at the class full of all of the kids i don't want any of your any of your crap i just want you to sit down listen and do the homework that i've given you i have had a very long night of being in local police that sheriff that guy thinks he's somebody just because he has some shiny badge on his chest but he doesn't know nothing i wasn't have been real there's no way that that scarecrow with the pitchfork would ever and he hesitates as the ripple action throughout the class as he mentions that word he it's almost like everybody is holding their breath for a moment and then grumbles it's 
whatever. I'll put a movie on and you kids do your homework. And he puts his head down on his desk to go to sleep. It's our first day of class back probably on a Monday. Interrogated by the police. Hmm. I wonder what movie's playing. Is it the ring? It's not the <laughs> ring. Yes. It is the ring. Now it's the ring. Olive looks over at Wyatt when you meet the girl with the hair. Like that's that's kind of Olive. Shorter and like, but it's does yeah. She, does she crawl out of your TV at home? No, no, oh. never. And her body parts are always not in different directions you know see her face i've seen her eyes like they're not hiding or anything and she smiles well she thinks she's not smiling it's it's the same but different you know yeah leon's throat like he has a stack of post-it notes and he's just got he's making tiny paper airplanes that he's throwing around the room randomly (laughs) the floor is literally bright pink also bright pink post-it notes and, oh my goodness. And I feel like at some point, because there's like uh the the lights sort of go flicker for a moment and there's like a shape of a very like almost like Evo, but the lights come on and it's just cores coming in, wet again. Cores. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they don't have a watch. They don't know what time school is. Right? They don't know. Oh, Oh my god, this child. I paper towels I'm still thinking of too. <laughs> and there are like random paper towels sticking out out of any like elbow and no. elbow, oh. bottom of the shoe. Oh, it's, yeah, it must be. And just like a squelch, squelch, squelch. <laughs> Doc or professor uh, Mr. Rocks doesn't even look up. And your homework kind of like my homework snoring. disintegrates on on the desk because <laughs> it's wet <laughs> from all the water. <laughs> oh uh, my goodness! What? Right. I think that needs to be like the. It'll pan out to the film. Oh yeah, it was the grudge, and then we look up, and it's like the the. I think there's like a creepy bathroom scene, with like black water. Oh yeah, and the out on that is like a hand pops out. Children scream. it's not kids film (laughs) not mr um i think it was right next to like some other film and just pick that instead and didn't care (laughs) they grabbed the wrong one (laughs) (laughs) from the av club (laughs) all right neil i think it's your turn my turn Uh, all right so the scene is going to be an interlude um in the for it Mm. um and then what was that five of spades yes the location is school or church and the cold okay an interlude is with two characters yeah um i think we've seen a lot of olives so i'm gonna do wyatt wars okay um because that's an inner do we want to do school or church let's let's do school it's it's the end of the day um it's Starting, um, uh, I think both of you had to stay for some reason. Um, maybe detention detention. because I'm late. Detention because I'm late, and I also technically did not submit my homework. I I brought a pig to school again. So you know, 
detention. Was it a small one at least this time? It's a teacup Because, you know, when you brought the full-sized sow, like, that just, that was a bit much. It was. Um, well, it was shown Del Day. Right. Not quite an excuse. Um, <laughs> um, I think it, um, it, you know, it's, it is dark, it's a little chilly, and mm-hmm. um, I think you both end up leaving at the same time. Um, of course, in, in their sleep-deprived state, keeps thinking they see something out of the corner of their eye, and, you know, they don't know where they're going night really don't want to have alone okay wait, wait, wait. hey cores don't, don't don't look back but I, I i see i see someone like like the movie we were that we were watching in mr rox's class following us do you think i, I don't know if it's evil or not is it a little girl with her hair on her face and her arms stretched out like a zombie touching yeah uh, why it spins around? There's, there's I, nothing I, there. Don't look. I'm, well, I thought you were tricking me. It's, it's, <gasps> you fo- she keeps following you. If it's Evo, it's fine. I think she likes me. I don't know if she's Evo or not. Where are you going tonight? Um, I'm not sure. I was gonna see if um I heard. I heard there's some sort of a show happening at the Rainbow, and you know the Rainbow is like the local gay bar. Mm-hmm. And and I heard that it's open to the public, so maybe I can just sneak in when no one's looking and just be dry over there. Aren't you too young to get in? I have to. I have to be a certain age to go in. I think so. Why don't you? They do have a really good show there, though, and we should definitely, we should definitely. What if tonight you came back to the ranch, and you can either stay in my room or you can stay in the barn if you don't want to stay in in my room. Your parents are okay with that. I can sneak you in, and then they then they won't tell anyone. Okay, that might be better than trying to find a mustache. Um. And I think on that, we see um, the, the two kids haven't noticed it yet, but they're walking toward it. Of the road, there is a slightly fuzzy tan leather hat. And, and- I, knew you, I knew it. I knew it. I was like, they're going to cut the scene right here. <laughs> okay. Is it just the hat or is there someone attached to the hat? It's just the hat. That's somehow worse. <laughs> it's uh-huh. worse than it's just right. the hat. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. All right, Miriam. All right, let me let me draw my cards. Okay. Okay, it's a different suit. So, um, we are doing an in an, an ensemble uh, of a witness. And it takes place um, at home with the lights on. Definitely not my house. (laughs) (laughs) Not if the lights are on. Oh, my goodness. Um, 
haven't really seen Leon's house yet. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Um, I think Leon's house is mentioned. Um, it's not quite as far out as like the farmers and the ranchers live, but it's not technically in the city, which is part of why his parents are always gone. They're always Mm-hmm. but it it also means that he can invite people over and they're they're not gonna notice mm-hmm. heck yeah so are you throwing like an impromptu party or something yeah i think so um yeah it's- i think it's 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 one of those kinds of cookie cutter in design um like this was supposed to be a developmental area and this was going to be like a show house and then they never actually built any of the other houses <laughs> in the way where it's very clearly meant to be mass produced. Okay. So do you think maybe this party is for a, like, you know, as part of your getting a fresh start, you know, being cool, like new, the new school year, be like the cool hip kid? For sure. Um, but, you know, he also has no idea what cool <laughs> He's got stuff out like you know he's got he's he's gotten chips that are like weird flavors um <laughs> and there's a like, really it's all like like he went to the store and was like what are the weirdest things i can get so that it seemed like i'm cool and cultured but also they're they're chips so there's nothing really cultured about it <laughs> oh um, my goodness and it's, it's the weird flavors of like soda and it's like what you don't know about this uh it's the best mystery flavor mm. yeah. and chocolate covered chips Ugh. candy corn chips oh definitely. <laughs> yeah just gross stuff that you cannot like not you can't Thanksgiving even really, like, dinner chips i've had that one <laughs> like you know with normal chips, you can at least feel full but with these it's like you don't want to have more than two and so you can't even really eat properly yeah bad okay so to set the scene who cook who comes to this party first you're obviously there as the host but who would arrive first oh, no i don't think he's there i think he comes late because he's heard that <laughs> coming late so he like oh my god people and then isn't there to start so there's well, like he... a whole bunch of kids in front of your door waiting well no he he has olive come early say so, yeah yeah that makes sense. okay so, <laughs> a couple of bags of like wasabi chips oh, yeah. <laughs> poorly flavored it's mostly just like horseradish flavored chips uh, oh no you know. yeah <laughs> why <laughs> it's the cool chips you know yeah. Yeah, Leon said you know? so duh um yeah they unlock the door and they invite everybody in kind of kicking off their shoes like yeah kitchen's over there tv but i think i don't want to listen to music and uh <laughs> they uh, start getting the the party going <laughs> I feel Gores would definitely be one of the early people coming mm-hmm. in because they really have nowhere to go at this point. <laughs> Nobody even knows where Gores is from, but it's like just shows up everywhere and it's just somewhat damp. Oh my goodness. Aww. Anywhere there's shelter, you're good. Uh, when Wyatt shows up, they come with uh, a death as they're like is what you bring to a party genuinely the most appropriate gift and i love it (laughs) um leon like your eggs come on leon definitely comes in last he is wearing um those shades that like are just the slats 
Yeah. Like grocery bags of soda pop. Um, and I think like, you know, like really random stuff from the, the, um, just the randomest crap he could find. Um, and he like, he can't kick the door open. He clearly wants to kick the door open, but it, it opens outward. So he's got a like awkward, but he does manage to get in. He's like, what's <laughs> up party people? Everybody cheers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what are the parameters? That's what I was going to ask. It was witness. Yes, it was a witness. So a witness. So I think either we witness something or there is a witness. Oh, mm-hmm. I love how <laughs> yeah okay and well what, director what was the other value ma'am uh that um so it's ensemble that in that uh it is at a home with the lights on so i think oh, we might i feel like um at some point either evo or the hat or something spooky will be witnessed with the lights on how we get to that is up to us okay i i do think it, it we we should sort of transition to after the end like gotta go home yeah it, it is a school mm-hmm. night technically um and so like there's there's really not many people left and like we have all clumped together for mm-hmm. is this the time to start playing perhaps uh light as a feather stiff as a board or you know some other you know 10 candles type of a game yeah. so who is it just the four of us or do we want to include more school friends or perhaps more imaginary friends to join in oh i mean as well have anything else to do she's friends with a lot of my friends yeah just don't know it chill yeah most chill if if someone's gonna be the board then we need a fourth person to help to help lift them unless evo can do it i don't know Oh, I have an idea. Do we want to try and lift Evo? <gasps> Evo can be the board. Yeah, Evo, do you want to be the... And I can see Evo at this point. Yes. What do you, like... I've never seen, like, a very sleepy child. So, like, do kids get, like, bags under their eyes? Oh, definitely. Oh, like, like, puffy bags. And if especially, like, not really having any place to... With access to any sort of hygiene or sanitary things there's definitely mm-hmm. rashes and like um patches of like from from sores from being wet all the time yeah no. dirt. i just want to give you a home oh meal. my god <laughs> <laughs> and and you'll see that um uh leon if you go use the bathroom at any point that the entire toilet roll is missing <laughs> There are perfectly good towels hanging on the wall. <laughs> yes, the toilet paper. The toilet helps for like outdoor experiences. The toilet paper. Oh no, it's 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 that's what their towels are. It's not actually used as toilet paper. It's towels because that's what they okay. got from Jesus, and that's what oh. they think is it's. People don't mind if toilet paper goes missing. But like this is yeah. the night kind. It's like the oh, true. Like, yes. and the paper towels and the paper yes. towels are also missing. <laughs> oh no, there were there were cloth and towels. <laughs> no, 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 like the kitchen paper towels oh, are missing. Yeah, it's the paper towels. All the there were definitely paper napkins. Those are gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, but yeah, no yeah. paper products in the house <laughs> any longer. 
and and you see that um horse has gained like overall like an inch just padded oh, God, <laughs> I, feel like, so I feel like there was a drawer that like you know when you get taken and you get come yes. with a paper yes. towel that drawer has there are yeah. none of those left that doesn't exist anymore that makes sense <laughs> you know you sound a little bit more crinkly too of course yeah, yeah. well squelchy like you know when paper is like absorbed yeah. water as you kneel down to do the stuff yep. as a board yeah. thing we're yeah. all like what's no one says anything though <laughs> okay um if everybody is ready um yeah place your hands on the ground in front of you okay uh, evo is laying down uh oh Evo, do you want your hair in your face yeah it's kind of sliding here let me just oh right i can't touch you oh okay no you got it good 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 um okay yeah she's ready it, cool. is this okay. good i was gonna put my hands under like her back or shoulders is this the right spot oh a little bit more forward you're just touching okay. air obviously oh, okay oh, yeah there okay. you go yeah okay. i can I, I also nod like i can see everything <laughs> All right, should we should we try? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think all we have to say is light as a feather, stiff as a board, and we all say one after like together. So oh, together. light as light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. And now we got to like stand up, right? Slowly raise our hands. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is she with us? Is it working? so far this is oh oh my goodness i think i feel like you all might start to feel something on your fingertips you don't see anything but you feel it she feels very cold maybe she needs a jacket after this and a little like damp too i think yeah i'm sorry guys it's really hard to say okay all right oh oh that makes that makes yeah that makes sense yeah Mm -hmm. do we have to move our hands now and see if she'll float on her own oh yes i think so are we ready everybody concentrate <gasps> concentrate. concentrate light okay. as a feather stiff okay. as a board, board. light as a feather stiff as a board let go and i think at this point we actually see her um her matted black hair dangling um to the ground some of it covering her face and like a, a bit of a, a rat's nest the white gown um also dangling to the ground with the lace around the hem and the lace is covered in what can now really be seen for the first time in blood and her arms like legs dyed, and- it's like uh what is it dye dye gradient drip a dip in blood yes <laughs> beautiful oh it worked it worked it worked it worked of course, can you see that? I could see that before this, but now I think everyone can else see can see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, hi, Why Evo. Uh, hey, how come? Um, <clears throat> Olive, why did you never say uh, she is bloody? That's blood. Yeah. Huh. Is she hurt? Well, she's a ghost, so yes and no. I didn't know if ghosts could get hurt and bleed. You I don't, could ask I don't know. Evo. Hey, Evo, is that blood your blood? Her eyes, which I think have been closed for a very long time, suddenly flutter open. They are a pale green with long eyelashes that are maybe a little clumped together. 
and her eyes now wide kind of zip around to the four of us. Oh, you can all, you can all see me. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Oh, the blood. I was, mm, I was, mm, you were M-worded. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I can't seem to get it. I think it has something to do with being dead. <sighs> what happened to you? I mean, how did you get M M worded? How did I get mm, mm, that one? Yes. Yeah. Well, it was um, a dark night with lots of rain and fog. And you know how the kids always dare each other. We just want to touch the hat. At that time, nobody would even pick the hat up. That was nonsense. The way Olive and you kids talk about the dangerous stuff you do, it's absolutely terrifying. But I was dared to finally touch that leather hat and well i knocked it off its head and didn't put it back i didn't think i had to you didn't know the rule then no one told you it was that's, still that's how we were oh i Thank remember you walking service. home oh ah. you're welcome ah. <laughs> you know nobody's ever asked thank me for being mm, yeah you know yeah but yeah. I just remember walking home and that was it. I never made it home until I did. And I wasn't quite, well, I was a ghost. How long have you, you been a ghost? You were walking home in your nightgown? Uh, yeah, I didn't think I had to. Us kids snuck out. You know how it is. We weren't going to tell our parents. You could only you put go clothes at night. on, but you know, yeah. Yeah. But, I yeah. don't have a nightgown. Like... But it's a very pretty nightgown. It was prettier without the blood. I mean, I like, I like the blood. It adds some color. That's really sweet. I I feel like I'm starting to sink back to the ground, though. Is there anything else? Nope, we can help you. Should we help you? Do you want to stay here? I want to rest. I've been around for at least 15 years. Somewhere out in that cornfield. So we got to find the body. And Leon, uh, like, claps. And heads for the door. <laughs> and I think that's probably a good place to call scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, Kristen. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So I pulled um, an interlude. So two characters. Um, double dog dare. Um, and school at sunset. Although we did a school scene. So we mm-hmm. can change school if we want to make it roads or another location. How about um, the fields? Yeah. Fields would be fun. Fields would be fun. Um, and I don't think, so have we seen a scene with Olive and Leon yet? Somehow, no. Okay, no. okay. I think this would be a good time if you're both okay with, yeah, with that. Sure. Um. I don't know if it takes place before the party, right? Or after the party that we just... Maybe, yeah. After I'm helping Leon clean up as I do. Yeah. I don't really have a curfew. There's too many kids to keep track of. But as long as I come home eventually, it's fine. True. <laughs> and I feel like Wyatt left already to go do all that stuff with the horse stalls and the and the pigs and such. And uh, Chorus maybe... would still be around, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just hanging I, I... around being sad. I think Leon might have like in a sort of snotty, passive aggressive way been like, why don't you use the shower or something? And like, it, it was very mean spirited, but like gave Kors an excuse to like 
go wash themselves go up. actually take yep. a shower yeah. yeah yeah it's a very long shower <laughs> <laughs> long overdue <laughs> Perfect. So it'll be mostly between or all between um, Leon and Olive. And again, double dog there, the fields and at sunset, or it can be night now, whatever makes sense. I mean, no sunsets though. Sun, sunrise. Sunrise. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But man, I can't believe you didn't let me go like body hunting in the fields. Like, um, well, you know, I, I'd consider the, the, like that as an option, but it didn't seem very practical. Like how many holes are we going to dig before we really find the body? I, I thought we needed more clues and I, I didn't, you kind of fixate on things sometimes. And I, I didn't want to antagonize you into digging up the entire field. Cause I know if I say, oh, I double dog dare you to do something, you're going to do it. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, what? Like I'm going to back out of a double dog dare? No. Come on, no. So do you think you could dig up the whole field to find Evo's body? I mean, not, I could try. Like what, like, you know, it's always gonna be in the last place you look. And so once you find it, you can stop looking. So like, yeah, all I gotta do is find it and then I can stop, right? Like, it's not that hard. Uh, I mean, those cornfields get turned into mazes. October and you know I get lost in those sometimes so uh. they don't look that big <laughs> like I can see them out of my bedroom window and like you know I can see across to your farm so like yeah okay well and they like they're probably like they were like putting some of the chip bags that are garbage that were just like tossed around and they drop the garbage bag and put their hands on their hips and they look directly in Leon's eyes I double dog dare you to find the body of my ghost sister, Evo. You got it. Uh, (laughs) And I think he doesn't really, like there is a tool shed out back, um, but he he goes out the back door and he doesn't go in there because that would be too uh, pre-planned, too much forethought. There is a small garden trowel by the back steps (laughs) and he definitely grabs that but that is as much foresaw as he puts into it <laughs> before he marches out into the fields uh, and i think the closing scene is all of locking up your house behind you and like making sure all the lights are shut off and then shuffling to follow you and then you hear hey who turned the lights out <laughs> <laughs> Chorus gets to sleep in a house tonight. Oh, <laughs> oh kill me, Dad. <laughs> one more thing before we start that we'll do one more round of scenes and then we can do our, our final card. Um, but I think that after Chorus's, hey, who turned out the lights? I think that the camera like pans above the houses and moves through the town over to um, Olive's farm. And we can see that there is no scarecrow in the field. All right, B, your turn. A hunting. Ooh, dang. How do I recall? Recall, there we go. All right, four of leafy things. Spade? Is that a spade? I always get spades and clubs mixed up, and I've just oh, never club. been able to. Leafy thing would be clubs if it's okay. the first yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spades is just the upside down heart. 
Yeah. 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 Okay. Like a little shovel sometimes. Yeah. 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 For, digging up, for digging up bodies. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I got a vignette again. Can I? I'm. Yeah. Just, just yeah. Do something, yeah. Else. something else. Redraw pick or pick what you want. Of course. Okay. Um, have we done an interrogation in a while? I don't think so. Not no. A while. It's Not been really a while. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's do an interrogation. Uh, fear and the horror our minds create when we imagine the worst. This will be located on the roads and it's quiet. I think this will be between, can I pick like three of y'all? Like, oh, it's an interrogation. I don't remember. Uh, Interrogation is typically the asking of questions. We've done it a little more in role play form, which is cool. Yeah. Um, What are drama points for again? Oh, we uh, haven't been using drama points. Yeah. We have not. We have. We have just been playing this game how we like. So just drama. Ignoring. Just so drama points really is to add to be able to add like a twist to someone else's scene or to introduce a new NPC. And honestly, we all do those things naturally. It's but in well, points. Anyway. Okay. So it's but in points. Yeah. But points. Yeah. And, and I remember it when I was reading through this, um, I think you gain them as like a reward for like not getting to participate in a scene mm. so that you're sort of, even though you don't get to role play, you still get, get something, something out of it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. But we basically haven't been using that beef. <laughs> Apologies okay. to anyone who thinks that they're learning how to play this game by listening or watching the show. So sorry. Good disclaimer. <laughs> Um, well, let's do an interrogation between Coors and Wyatt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Y'all can decide who's doing the asking and answering based on what you think would be most appropriate. Okay. Do you want to do the asking, Wyatt? Or sure. would it... Okay. Sure. Interrogate yeah. me. Interrogate me. Is... Roads. Uh, and it roads? is quiet outside. And the motivation is fear. Do we want to say, Coors, that, um, do we want to say that we're meeting and we're going to, we heard, well, maybe you came to tell me that um, Leon is going to try to find yeah. the body. Yeah. So maybe we're on our way. Yep. Okay. I basically run up in a weird mishmash of clothes from whatever I could find because all the lights are turned off. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I am... Uh, basically like oh i i all of double dog dared leon to go find evo's body and i think they're out on the fields at the bits where you know who is what but but leon will always do a double dog dare if you double dog dare him yeah we 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 really gotta go now we gotta go gotta go stop otherwise leon's gonna join evo and maybe bowler no no okay um let me grab my shovel though because um leon does not always bring the right tool for the job um so i'm gonna bring a shovel okay so i think wyatt just grabs a yeah a shovel from the barn on our way out um are have you of course have you ever um touched you know who the scarecrow you said the s word well, I said Scarecrow. I didn't say their name. Okay, I guess that's fine. Um, I think it's a loophole. Well, so I, I, I mean, yeah. 
just with with the tip of my binky finger really quickly like for like just to say i did it because Leon double dog dared me and i didn't want to say no was he there did he did he watch you do it or did you go to the field by yourself he was there he was watching he was there with olive olive was there too was evo there at the time, I couldn't see Evo, so maybe? I don't know. Why didn't anyone invite me? Um... Do you know that Leon has never double-dog dared me to do anything? No. I Do you think that means he doesn't like me? Maybe. Or maybe that means he really likes you and won't, doesn't want to double-dog dare you. Because he double-dog dared me... And then, not my friend anymore. Well, I don't know. Anyways. You don't think Leon's your friend anymore? Maybe. I don't know. I said I liked him, and he said doesn't like me that way. You said you liked him, liked him? I did. And he said he didn't like you, like you back? And I think the reason why he doesn't like me is because I touched and I got cursed. I don't think you're cursed. And sort of just does a very silent sweep of everything. <laughs> um, you can stay at my house again tonight if you want to. Because okay. I like you. Okay. I don't like being cold and taking that shower made me not feel cold. You can take another shower at my house. Also, when we find Leon, he better double dog dare me to do something because I'm really mad he hasn't done that yet. I'm the only one. Maybe if you double dog dare him, he'll double dog dare you back, and then you can have a double dog thing. That's a really good idea, of course. You're smart. Should we cut it there? I think that's yeah. like a nice, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that we had a good, wholesome scene to kind of contrast yeah. all the gosh darn darkness. <laughs> well, it did, it did start with touching the scarecrow, but then, yes, we went into a little but more. But just with this, with the pinky finger. <laughs> just, just with the pinky finger. Uh, all right, Neil, I think it's your turn. Yes. Let's see. Uh, ooh, okay. So I got the two of clubs which is a vignette of missing rumors, secrets, and whispers. Ooh. Mm -hmm. And the location is farms and fields desolate. Ooh. Wow. What a setup. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think um, we sort of get uh, some fragmented shots um, that are sort of meant to show these children's understanding of sort of what has happened. Um, we see Bowler um, going up to the scarecrow and taking the hat. Uh, and then the the scene sort of freezes and Boulder sort of kind of quietly fades out of the scene. Um, and, and, and until he's not there anymore. Uh, and then it's a different shot of the scarecrow at a different time of day with a hat on its head that is different and fuzzy. Uh, and some of the pits kids um, seeing it and like shouting and, and running off to like tell everyone else that there's a new hat and this one's fuzzy. Um, we see the road uh, that 
Coors and Wyatt had walked down uh, and we see someone carrying that hat. Uh, it was sort of perched precariously amongst a, a number of items and they didn't notice when it fell off, but we don't see who it was that was carrying it. Um, and they're long gone by the time we see uh, Wyatt and Coors walk down the road towards it, but we still don't see if they actually noticed it or not. Um, and and then we just see the scarecrow popping up in various places. And uh, some of the kids do see it, but they see it from behind, which means it's not hunting them. Mm. And they see it without a hat, which is how we all know it is hunting. <laughs> That's so scary. Oh, that was so good. That was so good. <sighs> Okay. So for mine, I have an interlude of King of the Mountain. <laughs> uh, and the location is um, school or church, and it's quiet. And I think uh, this is a good opportunity, I think, for Leon and Wyatt to have a scene together. Um, I'm going to say it's actually like, um, since the, like, you know, near the farms and everything, there is like a church or a little chapel, or if you're uncomfortable, some sort of a small, um, shrine, uh, nearby. Uh, and, uh, perhaps in trying to look for the body, you and Olive have split. And, uh, Coors and Wyatt have also split in trying to cover ground. And Leon and Wyatt, you come across each other. How do you uh, bring in this king of the mountain? I don't even. <laughs> I think uh, it might be Leon. Uh, who, who Leon definitely strikes me as a king of the mountain type. Whether there is a mountain or not, he will make yeah. his own mountain. Um, <laughs> I think at, at one point he definitely got distracted and decided to uh, climb what is a dilapidated little chapel uh, as high as he could because, you know, height is definitely what's going to help him find a 15-year-old body. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, he I don't think he's managed to get all the way to the roof, but there's like a, a, a smaller side building um, that he has managed to get on top of. Um, and he's just hanging out up there. He's just, he's just up there. Yeah. And where are, are are we at Olive's farm? Is that right? It's somewhere near the pits. Somewhere near the pits. Yeah. We're in the pits. <laughs> uh, an inter is it an interlude? Is that what interlude. it is? Interlude. Okay. I don't know why I thought it was interrogation. Okay. Uh, Leon, what are you, what are you doing up there? Looking for Evo's body. What am I going to be doing? You, you think she's been buried on top of the roof no obviously if i'm up high i can see more if i can see more i can spot the body but wouldn't she be under the dirt yeah but there's gonna be more dirt on top of her than on the regular ground well okay i'm coming up then okay there's holes up here so be careful okay so Wyatt scurries her way to the top oh you can't see more from up here yeah right yeah, I read in a book once that like um, archaeologists uh, do this thing where uh, they look for tells. Um, oh. And it's just it, when you find it, a, a mound of dirt, you know you have to dig there because there will be buried treasure there. 
Okay. Have you seen a mound of dirt yet? That's what I'm up here looking for. I don't see any. Well, it is dark. Uh, There's about two or three easily that you can see. Oh, I see one over there. You have better eyesight than me. I thought my mom has said I need glasses for like ages. Okay, we should get down there and definitely start digging. I also see another one. Well, that's not helpful. How do we know which one to dig? Do you know we what? think Evo there had a sister? Be, there will be treasure in oh. all of them. And okay. sometimes treasure is bones. The three so form a triangle. Find- oh, they form a triangle. I see a third one. Should I stop looking? The yeah, scarecrow's I- at the center. Oh, God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, no, I see that. Okay. Is Uh, that good insert um, a drama point? Yeah. Let's use a mechanic. (laughs) Let's use those points we've been hoarding like dragons. Go Mm -hmm. ahead. Um, You see all of digging uh, one of those three mounds. Um, but they have not noticed the scarecrow. They're just like bopping, bobbing their head with their little trowel that they got from Leon's uh, garage and digging away at one of them. I feel like Leon just handed all of the trowel, not thinking about it. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> where He's is just the been using scare- his Where is the scarecrow facing, Miriam? Um, the facing is not so important so much as that it is basically right it right in the center like if you it um it forms a pattern with the scarecrow right at the center of it between like it's like uh what's the word i had it where it was equidistant from each mound okay hey um weird question yeah do you notice anything different about the scarecrow he's he's not wearing his hat yeah yeah i got that too do we um I kind of want to shout to Olive, but um, but I, I don't want to make the scarecrow mad. Oh yeah, same. Uh, can we sneak down there? Do you think? Yeah, sneak. Okay. Or or get down and run very fast. But we can't leave Olive. No, no, no. To Olive oh. around the scarecrow. Let's go with run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That is what we were doing. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, I will I will cut all scene and I will hand it over to you, Kristen. Okay. Uh, well, it kind of works out because I did pull ensemble. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, I pulled uh, the crows, the rooks, the magpie song, uh, home and quiet. But I kind of want to scrap that and just pick up right here, if that's okay with everyone. Sure. <laughs> just sounds say. fine. That sounds more ideal. Um, yeah, I think we just pick right. So are we gonna run Leon over oh. to yeah. Olive? Okay. Yeah. So I think we pick up where like the scene probably had cut when they agreed run and then picks up on Olive at ground level on Olive as they are digging away. Bopping and, and Olive, digging. look what oh, I found. And I point to my head. Is that <gasps> it's very um... warm and fuzzy. Huh. You really haven't been sleeping, huh? Well, that's not her voice or their voice. Um, you really haven't been sleeping, huh? All I know is I was very cold and then I found this thing. I mean, it just feels very warm and fuzzy well, and well, I'm not what cold do you mean you just anymore. Found it? You just found it? Where did you just find it? Well, I came I came 
to grab Wyatt, and then I lost Wyatt, and then I was very cold, and then suddenly this appeared, and it was very warm and fuzzy, and I put it on, and I'm not cold anymore. I think at that point, Leon um, and Wyatt come crashing out of the corn. Mm -hmm. Wyatt does not stop in time and sort of like bowls into Olive. <laughs> we get knocked over. <laughs> yeah. Whoa! The scare Sorry. The, the scarecrow! Scarecrow! <gasps> What? There's three mounds, which means treasure, which in this case means bodies, which um, the scarecrow is in the middle of the triangle of mounds, which means treasure, which means bodies. Um, triangle scarecrow in the center. And they're not going to hat. Cores. And like right behind all of, they point to cores. They're wearing the hat. Cores. I found it. It's very warm. I'm not cold anymore. But it's. What do we do? What do we do? Gotta give it back. You have to give it back. You have to give it back. I'm not I mean, giving it back. Course, course, course. Okay. Course, course, course. Okay. Um. Look. Okay. I know I have been kind of a butt, and I am sorry about that. Um. I really don't want to see someone die tonight. Um, so if you could possibly find it in yourself to forgive me and listen when I tell you that if you do not give that hat back to you know who, you will be M-worded. Yeah, yeah. We don't want you M-worded and uh -uh. I will give you one of my hats or Olive uh, will give you one of their hats. This is my favorite and it's warm. I'm a little concerned about cores. Hey, are we talking to cores or is this a not cores? that we're talking to? Who are we talking to? Of course. I think we're talking to someone who suddenly found something that is very warm and does not want to get <laughs> part with it. Okay. And it might be just, a little cursed. <laughs> I just, I saw this movie once. I've seen, actually, I've seen a lot of movies. I don't know why I said one movie once. There's a lot of movies where like, it, there's more than one person in a person, especially if there's like something evil interacting mm -hmm. with them, you know? Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, so they're uh. possessed? And now um, I'm evil too. Thanks. I feel like if we can take the hat, could you just take the hat off just for a minute and then we'll see? Damn. Okay, so someone's gonna have to okay, someone's gonna have to take the hat. Behind us, I think there, we hear the sound of like uh twigs breaking and nah. the scarecrow. And like a turning. hopping sound, sort of yeah. a <laughs> but I think it's it's like a very sinister. It sounds like a a, a, a large fork type object repeatedly mm. being like plunged into oh, the ground oh, in like this slow oh, regression. Yes. Yes. Do we want to cut it there? Or do we want to keep yeah. going? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> How many more scenes do we have left? <laughs> That's it. That's it. We're gonna go to into epilogue. Oh! Time. We're gonna go to vignette epilogues. That's why we can keep going. No, no, I think the vignettes will resolve it. <laughs> the vignettes can yeah, resolve it. That yeah. stabbing sound. <laughs> As we like these three kids are frantic around their friend wearing the warmest hat ever. It's almost, warm and fuzzy. It feels like a kitten's belly. It's almost oh. like it's creating its own heat, honestly. Oh, don't yeah. love that. All right. Who was doing? Do we all do the vignette? We so we all take turns doing the vignette. Um Technically, the person with the most drama points gets to go first. But since we didn't really use drama points a whole lot, uh, we can we can just decide who wants to go first. We um, whoever goes first will pull a card, and the suit will decide 
uh, if the scarecrow is real, if it's a facade, if it's a rumor, or if the scarecrow abducts at least one of the children. I kind of feel like we're leaning towards it being real, but we can pull the card and kind of see what happens. Uh, Miriam, as you are possessed, would possibly, would you like okay. to pull the card? Yes. Sure. And tell uh, me what the suit is. All right. The suit is a spade. The scarecrow abducts at least <gasps> one of the children. Yes. I mean, no. I mean, <laughs> yes and no. Yes and no. <laughs> Nobody has tried to put the hat on before. So we don't know. This is we don't know what new territory. <laughs> oh. uh, okay. Does anyone feel like going first in the vignette? You're I want to go last. Ooh, okay, that's that's fair. So is this a vignette for like Olive specifically? Yeah, think of it as your epilogue, your okay. character's epilogue. Yeah. I guess I have like the least to resolve. Um oh god, no, except that I do. Um, I think Olive's vignette then is after that night, they go back home with a hollow look in their eyes. But the next night, they return back to that spot with uh, Leon, and they dig a hole, and they find some bones. They light them on fire and say a few words. And the spirit of Evo waves goodbye, but not before passing over the spot where that scarecrow still is. Neil, do you want to go next, or would you like me to? I think I can go next. Okay. Um... I think we see just sort of a series of shots of Leon and like, you know, before he was in these vibrant clothes and and he was very outgoing and, you know, as disruptive in class as you can get without earning yourself some detention. Um, and, and we just see him sort of looking hollow. Uh, he's, he's wearing less vibrant colors. Um, he's, uh, not really talking or or doing much. Um, And then we see him sitting alone in his dark, empty house that his parents never seem to be at. And he pulls out a Ouija board. And I think that's the end of his vignette. Wow. So for Wyatt, um, sometime has has passed a few days or a few weeks. And I think we just kind of see shots of her throughout going throughout her day, um, feeding the animals in the morning and sitting in class and then coming home from school at dinner, um, with her family. And, and, uh, and we can kind of see that people are talking in this, in each of these scenes, but Wyatt isn't talking with anyone or making any eye contact with anyone. And then I think the final scene for her is that she is getting ready to go to bed and she kind of gets all of her pillows and puts them <laughs> over, over her head and, and pulls a blanket up. And, uh, I think that it, the camera lingers there for a minute. And then we hear her say, good night cores. And then the camera pans over to the doorway in which cores is standing there. That's it. And, uh, I think, uh, for cores, uh, after that night on the field, uh, nobody really talks about cores. There's nobody, um, looking for cores. Uh, there's no missing reports as, uh, 
Kors wasn't actually a part of the town, ran away from somewhere else and came here. So if there's no <laughs> reported missing child in this town, who would go looking for them? Uh, however, uh, Kors is no longer seen in school. There's just that one scene that Wyatt had. And if it's okay, if I can just edit uh, uh, a little bit after you reach for the Ouija board, Leon. Absolutely. Uh, you see like um the scene sort of turns like 180 focus and you see there's that small weird ass space mom candle and as you start the ouija board it flickers a light without anyone lighting it and that's it oh that and was that so was scarecrow good <laughs> like chills absolute chills yes what a good creepy story. I knew y'all would bring the creepiness. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much to both B and Neil for joining us tonight. Um, if you'd like to play Scarecrow, you can check out the link posted in our Twitch chat. If you are watching our VOD later or listening to our podcast, you can check out the video description or the show notes for more information. Um, before we say goodbye though, let's please go around the table one last time. Tell folks who you are where they can find you. And of course, plug all the things because you're all wonderful. Mariam, can we start with you? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so I am Mariam. I use they, them pronouns. Uh, you can find me here as a co-host of our wonderful show. They're super geek. Uh, as well as uh, you can find me lurking around in Utopia as one of three raccoons in the trench coat known as the caretakers. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you want to know more about all the things I do, TRPG or hire me for writing or cultural consulting, you can check me out on Twitter at media underscore junkie. And uh, I will pass it on to Neil. Once again, I am Neil Helder. I use they, them, and he, him pronouns. Um, I am on Twitch at, uh, uh, I'm a regular on the Now Sayers channel on Twitch where we are doing a regular uh, Blades in the Dark hack where we play teenage superheroes that uh, I am having a really good time with. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Nine of Swords, um, like the tarot card. That's me. I really like that. Um, hello, my name is B. You can find me on Twitter as at B underscore Zelda. I'm a podcaster, streamer, sometimes writer. I've done cultural cons consultations a few times. Uh, I'm actually doing one recently, like newly. How do I word that? Um, for uh, adopted children, which is really cool because that was kind of the theme of my character for this. Uh, so I really enjoy that. Um, but I really want to say to, uh, Miriam and Kristen, thank you so much for having me on this channel. Like, hecking delightful. Um, and for not knowing this game, you two made it very, very streamlined for me. So I also appreciate that. Yeah, it, it was definitely, uh, a, a, it was a pleasure to come and play this with y'all. Yeah, same. I have uh, not played with either Neil or B in quite a long time. And so it was just absolutely wonderful. I adore you both. And I hope that you will come back soon and play with us again, please. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd love that. <laughs> uh, I'm Kristen. Um, she, her pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Kristen is no Jedi. I'm a game designer, writer, live streamer, podcaster. 
Uh, my big project right now is called Adorablins. It is a yes. family-friendly, rules-light game. Um, all of the art is done by the amazing Amber at Rocket Orca. Uh, it is coming to Kickstarter in January, but our Kickstarter pre-launch link is out now. And we're trying to gather followers, so you can check my Twitter or the publisher's Twitter to get more information on that. It will be published, co-published by Dice Up Games and Letterman Games. Um, yes. So thank you again to our guests. That's our show for tonight. Join us in two weeks for another exciting game. Bye everyone. Their Super Geek is brought to you by Misdirected Mark Productions.